Well, hello, my beautiful friend. We are here to celebrate our 100th episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. This is going to be so much fun. We also have some prizes that we're going to give out. And it's just, it's just crazy when you think, like when you first start something, you never think about like the, how you're going to feel at like the 100th episode. And the interesting thing about that is that a lot of people don't make it that far, right? Like if you look at success and you look at, you know, one of the key indicators for winning in business, and I don't know, you could say life is to keep going is like, you know, persistence, perseverance, endurance, consistency, which is hard to do. So and that is the thing we are talking about today. What we're going to do is jump right into it. And I thought it would be fun to kind of review some of the most popular episodes so that you can go back and check those out. And then also go over some lessons learned because I always feel like, you know, anytime you accomplish something or don't accomplish something, like anytime you hit a goal or don't hit a goal, it's really good to reflect on, hmm, what happened? <laughs> and that's, and usually people don't take the time to sit down and go, okay, what really made that happen? Or where did I fall short? They're just like, okay, right, on to the next thing. And I do believe in like kind of brushing it off, picking yourself up and going. But I also believe that there's so much wisdom in like really reviewing, like how did you feel about that thing? Or why didn't it work? Or I just feel like there's there's actually more lessons learned in our failures, right? You've heard me say before, like success is a terrible teacher because you don't really learn what you need to learn. You just keep going where when you have like kind of like a, a down moment, you really reflect a bit more. That's what we're going to talk about. I want to just say, first of all, when I started teaching marketing, one, I just love marketing and I have a background in marketing before I ever even got started in the industry. I did spa marketing, then became an esthetician, lash artist and permanent makeup artist and did all those things. And so, but I basically came full circle and came back to the marketing and put it together. And I'm passionate about this stuff. So I like to talk about it. I'm so glad that it resonates with you guys. One of the things that I noticed and why I created my coaching program, Elevate Your Beauty Business, is because there was a need, right? This was like pre-COVID, right? Remember back then, um, before everyone was on the internet and before everyone was like talking about this. And definitely in our industry, the beauty industry, lashes and permanent makeup, there everybody was hush-hush. Like if you wanted to learn the secrets, you had to go and you had to study with them. You had to, you know, pay a lot of money. And even still, sometimes they did not want to give out their secrets. So when I was like doing videos and talking about these things, it was like, it was a novel concept. I was ahead of my time and I didn't even know it. And so then the podcast, again, I was like, okay, they really need somebody to talk about these things in an easy way to consume it. So that's where this all came from. I want to just say that even though I love talking about this, what has really made the podcast successful is always the audience, the listeners. So I humbly thank you guys for listening. I love getting your messages that you, you know, you're taking me on your jog or your exercise or your walk with the dog and your ahas, right? Like your, your moments of clarity or something resonated with you and that's why we all do what we do, right? The deeper purpose of knowing we're making a difference in this world and getting the love back from you guys and that 
acceptance, that worthiness, that all that, all that jazz feels so good. Thank you guys so much for that. Thank you for your reviews. Those are like the lifeblood, if you know. I wanted to share with you guys some of the top rated episodes over the past 100 episodes. These are ranking according to downloads. So these were some of the top episodes. And then I'll also give you my lessons learned. So the one of the most downloaded episodes, highly rated episodes is episode number two. And it's using video for social media, right, to get clients. And it's something I talk about all the time. Obviously, I'm practicing what I preach. It is so powerful. Video is so powerful for connection. It's so powerful for engagement. It's so powerful to really just move your beauty business forward and kind of get known, get that omnipresence. And I think what stops a lot of people from doing video, I know, is the fear of failure. And it's not so much even the fear of failure, it's the fear of other people seeing you fail. And my lesson from that is that I just got comfortable with being uncomfortable. I know that sounds crazy, y'all, but you have to stick with me. I started to say, okay, you know, it's not gonna be perfect. I'm gonna fall down. I'm gonna mess up. You have to almost be able to put your perfectionism to the side. You have to be more concerned with your purpose and your end goal. And you have to really be okay with embarrassment. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. If you are trying to avoid embarrassment, shame, all the things, right? It's going to be hard in business because there's going to be so many times that you're going to fall down and you're going to be stronger from it. And you've heard that and it feels cliche, but it's true, right? You almost have to be careless, right? Not careless, like, you know, obviously have an intent, but care less, care less about what people think about you, care less about it being perfect, just get started because that's the only way you can make it perfect. I just said to my student, um, one of our students on the call, we have our coaching calls on Monday. And I said, you know, what if you had a student or your child, let's do it, you can either do a student or a child, whatever applies to you, was just learning how to do a brow, a permanent makeup eyebrow, or just learning to do eyelash extensions. They were just learning, right? And they said, I just don't feel like I can get it. I'm afraid I'm going to mess up. You would say to them, just keep practicing, right? Just think about Dory from Nemo. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep practicing. Just keep practicing. <laughs> so that's what you would do. You have to do it. You have to do the thing. Okay. So that was episode two. You can check that out. Episode number three, this was in 2018 or 19 was how to combat imposter syndrome. Whew, take a deep breath with that one because imposter syndrome, if you haven't heard of that, it's something I've been talking about for years. I didn't create it. I heard it from somebody else. But it is the idea of what if people find out that I'm not really as great as they think I am, right? And so it's that idea of, that again, that fear of not putting ourselves out there because we're worried that somebody might think that we're not as great as we are or that we don't believe that we're really like, who am I to do this? Who am I to put myself out there? Right. And so that imposter syndrome is like deep, like 
deep, deep, deep worthiness issues that I think we all have, right? We all have some like child wound, but that was episode number three. Episode number 14 was five things you must know before starting a PMU beauty business. You know what I did is I actually looked at a social media post where everybody was talking about all the things they wish they knew. And I was like, this is gold because it is, it's true. It's like what people didn't talk about, like how much money you need to actually invest and what it's actually going to take. Like it is going to take the grit and, you know, the determination. Episode number 80 was also very popular and it was daring to lead. And it was with Lindsay. Here's the thing. Lindsay teaches from, she has studied under Brene Brown. And so she has that, you know, daring to lead is the Brene Browns. And she has, you know, studied all of those principles. And I just love me some Brene Brown. Not that we have the whole Texas thing going on, but just she just has a way of saying things that mm, they just cut through like it, it drops some hearts and love. If you are loving Brene Brown and all of her stuff, I just love her books. She has a new book out. That's really, really good. I think it's called Atlas of the Heart, something like that. Anyways, I haven't got that one yet, but I've heard her talk about it. And uh, yes, so good. And also another one is Untamed by Glennon Doyle love those women because they really just talk about things that we don't really talk about like society things that have been you know kind of ingrained in us as women and, and things we don't even realize we do but anyways so daring to lead that was episode 80 and Lindsayah the funny thing about that is Lindsayah and I actually met by being in a clubhouse room and so again bringing it back bringing it back y'all to the, the connections and the collaborations you make. Right. So here's the thing, like, you know, I was putting myself out there. I was speaking like on the stage. So to speak, as they say with clubhouse, Ooh, episode 94, I have to check that one out and see which one that, what the title of that one was Tanya. But let me tell you that I was speaking on clubhouse and uh, I was speaking and so was Lindsay. And I really loved what she had to say. And then afterwards, I reached out to her. I messaged her and I said, yeah, we should collaborate on something. We should partner. And, and she hosted me on her Instagram live. And I also recorded her interview and see that's how collaborations happen, right? You have to reach out. And sometimes I reach out and nobody responds, you know, and it, it hurts the ego a little bit. You think like, ooh, you know, and here's the thing. Sometimes the problem with DMs is you can see that they saw the message. In the olden days, back in the day, you didn't know if somebody saw the message. So you thought, oh, maybe their phone got swallowed by an alligator who, you know, swam away to another crazy island. I don't know. You made up a story like, I'm sure they're okay. Their car broke down, but they'll get back to me like in a month when things have settled down. <laughs> no, now you know they saw the message and it's just they don't want to respond. Okay, that's how it is. Oh, maximizing the gift giving holiday season. Yes, that one was very popular too. Yes, that one, it didn't come in the top five, but it definitely, I think it definitely came in the top 10. Yeah, that was a recent one too. Lots of good tips there. There was another one, uh, raising prices, when to know when to raise your prices. Those are always very popular because, you know, we, 
oh, we stew on it for a while of knowing when we should raise our prices. So maximizing the gift giving holiday season, episode 94. That was Tanya's favorite. Ooh, I love it. Okay, so number 80 was Daring to Lead. That's how I collaborated with Lindsay. Again, I reached out to her. You have to do these things, ladies. It feels uncomfortable sometimes, but when you do it, that's when you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, that's where the magic happens, right? When you step outside of yourself, so to speak, when you step outside of that comfort bubble, when you do things that you've never done to get things that you've never got, right? The results that you want. And so, those, you know, intentional actions, but kind of disregarding the mindless chatter that's like, oh, who are you to do this, right? That imposter syndrome or like talking yourself off of it, right? You have to be, you can't be easily distracted. You can't be shamed easily or embarrassed easily. You just have to just keep going. Okay. The last one was, that was the top episode was episode 77. And it was hot marketing tips for your beauty business. I have to say, when I look back at them, I'm like, these weren't extremely creative titles. I was just doing my best, just trying to put it out there. Sometimes when I look back, ooh, I should have edited those show notes a little bit better. I should have changed some things around. But you know, you learn, you keep going, you make it better. I wanted to also go over some lessons learned. One of the biggest lessons learned is that everything is exciting in the big beginning. Like anytime you start a project, you're full of passion, you know, you're full of fire, you're ready to make it happen. But this is what I call, say to my students, like half built bridges, right? You start and you're building that bridge and you're like, yes, this is going to be the thing. This is money. This is going to take it to the next level. And then it gets hard because you have to be consistent and you're like, oh, I got to think of another topic. I got to think of another title. I got to edit these show notes. I got to, ooh, it gets, it gets real, right? And then that's where people stop. And they're like, hmm, maybe I should do the next thing. Let's, let's try that, okay? Now, I do believe in always evaluating. Like, for example, you guys know that we had the PMU club on Clubhouse and we had that for a good year last year. And then we kind of evaluated the numbers were falling off. People didn't have the same time commitment. And we also had things changing in our schedule. We committed to it for a year. We saw it through, but then we looked at it and said, okay, now is the time. We weren't just stopping building the bridge. We were like, all right, we need to evaluate. So there is a difference between just quitting because it's hard or stopping what's not working and reevaluating and putting your energy on other things. But I think a lot of beauty professionals have a lot of these half-built bridges and then they never reach the other side, which, you know, they never get to the goal, which is where the real momentum happens, right? And so because you keep on putting your energy at the start, and again, it's always exciting (laughs) at the beginning, right? When I think about the beginning, I had to get a podcast manager. I had to plan the episodes. I then had to take the time and you know, record it, sit down, make sure the audio was okay. Audio wasn't always okay, but I'm sorry about that. And make sure that I didn't get distracted with all of the other things that I wanted to do, right? Because there's always those shiny new projects, but being focused so that I don't have half-built bridges, right? Because only after you get going is when the momentum really happens. We have to commit to keep going and knowing that, you know, 
the prize is on the other side. The real prize is on the other side. You know, with beauty businesses, they say that it takes a solid three years to really get some momentum, right? Nobody tells you that. Nobody tells you that. And there are people that like home run, talented, get out there, do all the things and their businesses just boom in in the first year. Here is something that I noticed that I needed to work on. Here's another lesson learned is that I, even though I built the bridge, even though I built that full bridge, I did not maximize the full potential. And I know we all do this. Like I know a lot of people are on Instagram and they're kind of posting, you know, maybe they're posting a before and after picture. Maybe they're posting like a, a little like motivational quote, you know, maybe it's something about beauty, but they're not going like all in and all in is video. Okay. Cause video is like the hard stuff. And not only is all in video, it's also <laughs> reels. And I laugh and I hesitate because I don't want to do those. Okay. I really don't want to do those myself, but listen, this is what Adam Monseri, I just had a Facebook live last week. It's on the feed. You can talk about all the new changes, all the changes that are happening to the feed. Some of them good, some of them not so good, depending on how you look at it. Some of the privacy things are great. Some of the algorithm things that are changing are going to be great for small businesses. Some of the things like, you know, they are focusing, they are doubling down. Those are his words, not mine. CEO of Instagram doubling down on video. That, and also they consider that live video, IGTV and reels. Those are their focus. So, oh, you know, that's, it's hard. So the thing is that we don't maximize the potential. You might be on the platform, right? You might be at the party, but you're not really at the party, right? You went, and so for me, I had the, this is my lesson learned. I have the podcast, but I wasn't maximizing the potential, meaning that I didn't fully jump in on learning all the SEO that needs to come right with it. Search engine optimization, because there's a lot of search engine optimization. If you know what you're doing, that can be applied to the podcast, especially on the website, because that's where we put our show notes. That's where the blog is. Right. And I really wasn't figuring out the keywords. I didn't take the time to fully maximize that part of it. Okay, lesson learned. Also, maintaining that level of excellence is challenging. So I have to admit that I threw out some kind of last minute, not so great audio, uh, good enough episodes. <laughs> like, you know, when you see your kid and they've got like a stain on their shirt that you just noticed and you're like, oh no, and, but you're already late for school and you're like, ah, oh, good enough. Get it out there. <laughs> like you're alive and you ate your breakfast. We're winning for the morning. So, okay. You know, you just get it out there. So I did that. So the, that's a lesson learned, like not maximizing the potential. I treated it a little bit like a side chick. I was trying to be cool with that reference, but maybe I should just say like, I treated it a little bit like a side project. It was like an afterthought, right? At times, right? Because again, a lot of my focus at the beginning of 2021 turned to Clubhouse. And my research time went into researching topics for that. And at the beginning, I didn't know how to multi-purpose that, um, which didn't turn out so great. But anyways, I tried. Uh, also, I did not do growth tactics. So I didn't fully maximize like podcast swaps. That's on our, our um, to-do list this year, more podcast swaps. 
And I didn't totally maximize like the show notes in our blog for opt-ins for our email list. I didn't even maximize brand sponsorships. Okay, so why am I telling you this? Is because this is what we all do, right? We have something that we're showing, like I said, you're showing up to the party, but you're not fully showing up. So look at what you're doing and say, but how can I do it even better? How am I just playing safe? How am I playing small? How can I play full out? Like one of my favorite sayings is, what would you do if you believed that you couldn't fail, right? What would you do in your beauty business if you believed that failure was not an option, that it wouldn't happen, right? If you believed, what would you do in life if you believed that your success was inevitable, right? Really thinking about that and writing that down and this, because this is what I had to do. I had to look at and say, okay, the podcast grew and it was successful, but how could have it been better? What does it need from me, right? Like anytime you set a goal, this is just like a side note because I got a gazillion side notes, but anytime you set a goal and New Year's resolutions and all those things, you should say, what does this goal require of me, right? Who do I need to be to reach this goal? And so when I look back, I was not who I needed to be to reach the goals of growing the podcast bigger, right? We still had growth, yes. And I'm still thankful for every subscriber and I love doing it, to be honest with you. I really do have a good time. You can see I'm a little goofy. I'm a little cray cray and I'm all right with that. <laughs> and I have fun, which is the main thing, right? When I look back, I was like, oh, how could I have done better? I could have maximized the show notes for opt-ins for email lists. I could have had brand sponsors and sponsorships and commercials or, you know, other things to really maximize it. So that was it. You know, I think when I look back on my favorite episodes, some of my favorite episodes were the interviews, right? I loved the interview that Vicki Martin and I did. And I don't remember the number. I actually think I've had her on it twice at least, but one where we said the hashtag, my frozen's on the floor. You have to go back and listen to that. I'll, I'll find that episode and I'll put it in the comments or in the show notes so you know which one that is with Vicki Martin. Also episode 74, that's when I interviewed Taryn Darling. She was talking about following your gut and your instinct. A lot of the interviews that I did, I love just talking to people and learning from their insights, right? But I want to also say that one of my biggest takeaways, I think, with the podcast and reaching 100 episodes whoop, whoop, is that failure is part of the growth process. Almost got a little choked up, <laughs> but it's true. It's part of the process. It's part of the process in getting better. Just like I say, your success is inevitable. Failure is also inevitable. If you are going to reach any type of next level success, there's going to be some failures along the way, right? There's going to be some uh, valleys, hills and valleys, low points, and just it's just a growth time, right? And so I've definitely experienced that. One of the biggest things also lessons learned is building those connections, things like I've already known, but it's just, it was reinforced again, taking action, taking action builds momentum. And, and here's the reason also that is so important is because when you're getting out there and doing the hard thing, other people want to join you, 
people want to be around, you know, winners or people that are doing hard things or people that are like, you know, stepping up and showing up. And so the momentum builds because people want to be a part of what you're doing. Right? So when you start showing up, more people start showing up. More people are like, yeah, so when you decide to maybe an interview, an IG swap, and you interview somebody, you know, the local dermatologist in your town or another beauty professional, and you guys say, hey, let's do an IG live together, then other people will see that. And not only does it give you more confidence, right, and courage and so forth, right, all of the C's, um, the commitment and all of that to keep going, it then has other people want to be a part of it. So those are some of my lessons learned. That's it. Bye, guys.